This is a show about stepping out of your comfort zone. It's about leaving the main quest line for a minute to see what you're made of. It's about learning who you are and what in the hell black garlic is. We're setting off on a journey and we want you to join us. That's right, y'all. It's time for another episode of Side Quest. We're so excited to have you here. I'm your host, Stephen, joined as always by the incredible Jacob and the tremendous Travis. Hello. Uh, as we report back on the quest that you told us we had to do by voting over there at tutorks.net slash poll. Now, Jacob, what was yes, this sir. quest all about? It was an obscure food item that we had to cook a, a, a dish with. We did. And you rolled the wheel of obscure foods. <laughs> and what did we Trademark. land on, Travis? Well, we had our... Uh, we had three levels of uh, obscure foods. That way, if we couldn't find one, we could move on to the next. Uh, we had non-chicken eggs. Uh, we also had black garlic and horseradish or wasabi, which is just horseradish with green food coloring. So <laughs> those were our choices. Is that legit? Wasabi is mostly horseradish? I had yeah, no idea. technically. I mean, what you can get in the States. Yeah, the real wasabi mostly. is a little bit different, but it barely ever comes out of Japan. So okay. it's hard gotcha. to get here. Gotcha. Okay. I was unaware that that was how that worked. I knew we had an or there, but I didn't know what the significance of, of or was in this yeah, case. Yeah, I mean, so it's good to know. wasabi is a Japanese horseradish, but the, the real stuff, they just don't export it. So yeah. most of what you get in the States that's labeled as wasabi is essentially horseradish with some green food coloring. There you go. So we went into this. It was a little a little disappointing for some of us that we didn't get to cook oxtail. Uh, yes, but, I wanted Jamaican. I wanted Jamaican oxtail. That's what I wanted to make. Well, nothing is stopping mm. you from going back and getting yourself an oxtail and giving it a go. Uh, but this yeah, first true. try, this first try was all about the non-chicken eggs, which I think was one pitched. Uh, Amy pitched that one to us, and we were like, mm -hmm. "Sure, let's add that. Let's see how it goes." Uh, it is our second culinary challenge of the season. Jacob, you being the chef, uh, I know Travis. You're also a chef. I just haven't eaten your food before, so I'm going to pick on Jacob because I've eaten Jacob's food. Uh, <laughs> he, he is a, a proud cooker of things. How did this challenge go for you? Um, it went okay. I was going to do originally. I was planning on doing some uh, like a breakfast dish um, with a hollandaise sauce, and I was going to try to figure out ways to incorporate black garlic and horseradish into it. And then um, I transitioned it to uh, carbonara. Um, whenever I couldn't, I couldn't f source black garlic around and I, mm. I mean, yeah, horseradish, you could pretty much source anywhere, but, um, I decided to switch it up to an Italian dish carbonara, which is essentially just a, a spaghetti noodle with, uh, an egg type of sauce. It's a raw egg sauce. So you take the spaghetti noodles, you cook the spaghetti noodles, you cook some bacon and garlic, uh, in a little bit of olive oil, you take the hot noodles and throw them into the bacon and garlic. And then you take your quail eggs mixed with some um, uh, Parmesan cheese and dump it right in and mm. and stir it real fast and make sure the heat um, interacts with the, the eggs. Not to curdle them, 
um, and turn them into scrambled eggs, but just to make them into a nice creamy sauce. And then I added some of the starch water from the pasta back to it to make it more of a saucy kind of dish. And it turned out fantastic. I added peas. I added green peas because, you know, I like a little bit of balance to my dishes. I don't like the whole one note savory thing. I, I like a little bit of sweet to go with my savory. And I thought it was just fantastic. Ashley ate the crap out of it. She, she absolutely loved it. Um, I thought it went well. I mean, it didn't taste any different than what I was expecting it to taste. Um, I couldn't tell any any um, difference in using non non uh, chicken eggs versus using chicken eggs. Um, it tasted like the same wonderful, delicious carbonara that I could uh, that I've I've had before. Um, I was trying to source black garlic because I wanted to mix the black garlic in with the um, with the uh, bacon and make it kind of a black garlic quail egg. Uh, carbonara, but I could not source the black garlic. I actually went to Whole Foods. They didn't have it. I went to Aristeter. They didn't have it. And I went to Trader Joe's. They didn't have it. So hmm. I kind of said, eh, I'm, I'm done with this whole black garlic bit. Those are, and those are kind of Fair enough. not boutique grocery stores, but Trader Joe's and Whole Foods tend to have a larger assortment of that kind of thing. Yeah. So that's kind of, that's kind of, yeah, I would, that would have been my thought is like one of those two would have had black garlic. I would think. Yeah. Sure. Apparently not. Yeah. Um, um I, I was going to ask about the, the amount of egg in a quail egg. Like, did you right. find yourself having to use significant amount more eggs than you otherwise would have, would have had to? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, um, normally I put about two eggs in that kind of a dish. And I think at this one, I put eight eggs, eight quail oh, wow. eggs. Yeah. yeah went through the whole right. package. <laughs> Yeah. And yeah. some people make carbonara a little bit different. Some people use five eggs and just use the yolk out of four of those eggs and use one full egg. Um, mm-hmm. Or they use two full eggs, um, chicken eggs, and they're usually the either the large or the extra large. Um, but I, I had to use eight. I, I calculated. I thought it was going to be – the recipe said six, but I just – after – actually cracking six i was like no nah, we need more <laughs> they're just so so flipping small the other thing i was kind of surprised about about quail eggs was that they're almost pressurized and they've got this membrane so whenever you crack them and you try to open them the quail egg you can't really get into them too easily because the membrane mm. around the egg is already hardened and established so i actually had to like pierce that membrane and then open it up but once you pierce that membrane, oftentimes there was pressure in it, so it would just shoot um, <laughs> albumin out. It's, it's just I got I got splooged on by quail eggs. <laughs> I think the only thing I want to see more than that would be if you were going to try and separate the quail eggs and just oh, get the yolk out of uh, it. Oh yeah, like, yeah that would have been that would have been great to watch. I would yeah. have needed about a dozen <laughs> quail eggs if I actually separated them out. Um, but no, I, I, I didn't. Not this time. Did your see? Og you... separates his eggs. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a practice. Yeah, there's there's varying ways. There's yeah. it's like anything in Italian cooking. There's like a thousand different ways to do it, and everybody's just the right way. Yeah, but Grandma's yes. is the right way. Uh, the right mm-hmm. right way. It's, <laughs> exactly. Yes. Did you have yolks come out whole? Did were even though you were doing the you were roughing them a little bit by piercing it. Every the one of them came out. Whole. Came out. None whole? of them. Nice. Broke. Not one the yolk broke. Look, this is why I call nice. you the chef because you can you can do those kinds of things. Well done. But then you mix it with like a half cup or a three quarters of a cup with Parmesan cheese and just stir the ever living bejesus out of it. Um, 
Oh, it turned out really good though. I love carbonara. That's that's yeah. one of my favorite dishes. You describing it made me a little jealous that you didn't invite me over to eat your quail egg carbonara. Um, Sorry, man. Because I, had I made it after William went to bed. It was about eight o'clock, and I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I'm done with this. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's fine. You're forgiven this time. This uh, I wonder time. if I could I'll make sure to invite you next time. Yeah, you, I didn't be included. Uh, Travis. You also participated in the challenge. You went a different route with your egg selection. What did you end up making? How'd it go? Uh, so I actually ended up making two different things with the duck eggs that I found. It took me a little bit to find duck eggs. We have a bunch of farms around here, but getting a hold of anybody from any of those farms is nigh impossible because they, like, I think I looked at a dozen different farms listed like in a Google search of, of places near me, 10 of them all linked to the same uh, kind of farming website and had just a phone number and I couldn't get anyone to answer on any of them. And the other two were only open like three days a week with their it location. Mm-hmm. It wasn't and it just happened to be farmers only.com egg selection. No, no, <laughs> okay. I don't remember, but oh, we've got um, eggs right here. All you need them. But I did end up getting a hold of, we have a local um, food co-op that, uh, that does oh, okay. a bunch of area farms and um, it's a natural food store. And they actually opened a second location. We used to have, uh, a Lucky's Market, which is like a Trader Joe's. Um, and it closed down, so the, the local food co-op kind of took it over and kept it going, but with all the all the local stuff. So I called them up, and they had them. Uh, they actually, when I got there, I found they had duck eggs and quail eggs. Uh, the quail eggs were more expensive, and you got like 18 of them in a package, about one-third the size of what the duck eggs came in. But, yeah, I went that route. So I ended up uh, frying some for breakfast one day. Um, fried up just like regular chicken eggs, just bigger, slightly bigger. Um, and then, uh, but I tonight I made uh, deviled duck eggs. Oh yeah! And Ooh. originally my idea was to do those with black garlic and horseradish, but I also was not able to source the black garlic. Um, I, I did find out I could have ordered some online and had it shipped. I didn't get to that in time, so it wouldn't have made it here. Um, but uh, nuts dot com actually is a website that had it, and it was like five dollars. So if you ever need black garlic in the future, that's where you can go. Um, Nuts.com. I feel like Nuts.com is a questionable website. It's kind of like so. exporting goods. Dicks.com <laughs> yeah, is a questionable. You be careful. Yeah, yes. I feel like if you, if, if you just blindly type in Nuts.com, it's a 50-50 chance so, you could be wrong. Yeah, a little roulette there. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so, I, so I did, um, I, I hard-boiled or hard steamed actually the eggs in my uh, instant pot um, that worked perfectly. And uh, what I found was they're a little bit bigger than chicken eggs. And there seems to be a slight difference in uh, yolk to white um, ratio. So they weren't the prettiest looking deviled eggs you've ever seen because I got a lot of the yolk tended to settle towards one end uh, a lot more. And so I had a, uh, kind of uneven looking deviled eggs. Um, but the, I, I put some horseradish in there and, uh, they were good. They were really good. Tastes very similar. Uh, I, I couldn't, I mean, you could give me duck eggs and I wouldn't know that it wasn't a chicken egg. I mean, it was that similar to me. Um, uh, but they were good. 
So working just with them probably not something. I was oh, just going to ask you. So working with them, it wasn't it wasn't like they had a different texture, or different feel, or cook different. They didn't cook any different. I, I would say they the texture on them was just like uh, like amplified, like a little bit more like what a cooked egg kind of feels like when you're eating it. It's yeah. like that. Um, the the shells are a little harder, and so cracking them, you you gotta really you gotta want to get into that egg. It's just a, it's not quite a chicken egg. Yeah, um, it's a slightly thicker shell, and they also the membrane on those seem to be a little bit tougher too. Would, which I noticed when peeling the the boiled ones, or the yeah. steamed ones. So out of out of both of these dishes, would either of you do it again? Like same same way, go chicken eggs, horseradish, whatever the whole jam. I mean, I would uh, if if they weren't ridiculously more expensive than chicken <laughs> eggs. Like it was eight ninety nine for a dozen duck eggs when. The wow. top end, um, like you know, cage free, free range uh, chicken eggs are like six dollars for a dozen. Yeah. So two, two, three, four dollars more, depending on what part of the supermarket I'm buying eggs from, uh, for a dozen eggs is kind of a non-trivial amount. If they were a buck more, yeah, I'd get them more often. But or if I had ducks that laid eggs, but you know, it wasn't, it wasn't enough of a difference in the flavor to justify that. Now quail eggs would be a little bit different. I have something that I want to try with quail eggs one day. Um, and, uh, I might get to that a little bit later. I might, yeah. I might mention that one. For me, quail eggs is definitely not worth it. Uh, you, you get 15 eggs for about six bucks, seven bucks. The price wise, it's a little bit more expensive than chicken eggs, but it's it's not that big of a deal. The biggest pain in the ass is is what you have to do to get to quail eggs. They're smaller, so you have to crack more of them. The, the membrane outside is just so much harder, and it splooges all over you. So, <laughs> for me, just the ease of cooking with chicken eggs mm-hmm. uh, far outweighs the the any kind of taste benefit that you get from quail eggs and quite frankly in the carbonara that i met dish i made i didn't taste any difference whatsoever um i'd like to do i've still got some left over uh because i bought two two 15 uh, two packs of 15 eggs um and i only used probably not even half or a little over half of one of the packs. So I've got quite a few quail eggs left. So Steven, if you want to have breakfast with me one morning, we could just cook up, <laughs> you know, 15 quail eggs and, you know, consume them on one piece of toast. <laughs> Would you um, like some, uh, some fun size eggs this morning? Yes. They're honey. I shark the kid style. They must be three times bigger. <laughs> um, but, um, but no, I, I didn't think, I didn't think they offered any advantage as far as taste, size, ease, nothing. So I, I wouldn't go back to them if I had the, my druthers. So yeah, it's one that? of those where it's it's it, it's the ease and the ubiquity of chicken eggs. Yeah, yeah, they're everywhere. They're cheap and they're easy. You know how to work with them. So well, let me ask me this anyway. then: What? Why other eggs? Like if if we're looking at. Less of a, a taste difference than you might expect. We're looking at somewhat awkward yolk positioning if you're making deviled duck eggs. Like, why Why do they exist? Why is this an item? Well, Og brings up uh, steak tartare because quail eggs go on steak tartare. They also go in um, the 
fried egg sandwiches essentially where you take a piece of toast and you core out a center and egg in a hole fry the egg egg in a hole yeah um they can fit very well into those i mean there are dishes that i'm sure quail eggs would would fit but on everyday use yeah 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 i think that's the thing and amy brings up a good point they have different um nutrient contents in some of the eggs because of what the what the animal eats and that kind of stuff so that's going to make a difference. Um, one that uh, that actually Amy um, had uh, said would be a, an interesting one to try out was uh, scotch eggs, but with quail eggs. Ooh, yes, little little bite sized scotch eggs. I think would be amazing. Yeah, that would <laughs> that would be pretty good there. So it's worthwhile to experiment with these things, you know, to have to have the the option to be able to play around with it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what it sounds I feel like, like to me. If you had a special dish that you wanted to try, like um, uh, steak tartare or something like that, then yeah, go for it. I mean, that's why they exist is for those specific, well, in grocery stores, why they exist in kind of mass. Yeah. Um, Right. It also, I think, is going to be regional, too, because you were saying it was like it was fairly inexpensive. The quail eggs that I saw here were uh, more expensive than the duck eggs. Oh, really? They They were almost $13. Wow. Uh, for those, yeah. which is why I didn't get them because I saw them like, Ooh, maybe I could do quit. No, I'm, I'm not, I don't need a dozen and a half quail eggs that I'm not going to eat all of. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you just eat them all, just cook them all and put them in a bowl like cereal. Uh, that's true. <laughs> you could, you could probably pull that off. Well, I sound like I'm closing off this discussion because I kind of am because today I get one of these. You lose. Good day, sir. I have to take my free space. Uh, I did not complete this challenge, and I'm ashamed uh, to say that I didn't. I had every intention of going and getting some duck eggs. Uh, don't know where to get them. Did not g- looked in the grocery store. I generally go to. They weren't there, and that was the level of effort that I put into going to source some duck eggs. Uh, I was like looking through the egg aisle, trying to figure out what eggs are here. I did not find the duck eggs. The recipe that I would have made that I still think is kind of cool, and I want to try it, was duck egg flan. Um, mm-hmm. So flan is like a like a hard custard kind of scenario, mm-hmm. and it looked it looked tasty in the picture, uh, but I didn't find the duck eggs to make the duck egg flan, so I can't report on how it tasted. But I can tell you when it was on the screen, and I was looking at the recipe, it made me want to lick my monitor. Um, hey, D-Wayne, <laughs> I've got a whole pack and a half of quail eggs. You want to make some, <laughs> quail, try egg some quail egg flan? It's probably Let's similar. Probably yeah, similar. Not? So, yeah, I should have to cook with an ostrich egg as punishment. Ostrich egg flan. Uh, it's 40 pounds of flan. Uh, I've never made a flan before, but it did look like it w- did look up my alley in the, the baking, you know, baking dessert kind of world that I, mm-hmm. I like to live in. If I'm going to cook, that's what I'm probably going to cook. Um, so I'm disappointed. I do want to give it a go. So I'll try and see if I can find some some duck eggs. And give the duck egg flan a, a try. I don't know where my motivation went, but it done got up and it got up and went. My get up and go done got up and went, as they See, say. You could have you you could have just uh, you know instead of taking a, a full L, you could have just bought a, a thing of horseradish and had a couple of spoonfuls of that. I probably have horseradish in the fridge. It was just <laughs> the least interesting of the items, and rather than use it, I was just like. I would like to make a thing, and then I didn't make a thing, and then I didn't use the horseradish. <laughs> so it was it was just total a total fail on my part, leaving Travis the only one that's completed every one of the challenges. 
uh, along with Amy, who's not even guesting on the show and is just rocking <laughs> our socks off with, with her stuff. Uh, which, I feel like she needs to be the guest host next week. Yeah, I know. We just need to have her on and be like, just, yeah. just talk about the adventure. Uh, speaking of Amy <laughs> talking about the adventure, Amy did send us feedback on her, her email. Travis, since I haven't talked a lot and you've had, had some time, you want me to take this one? You want me to run with it? Sure, go for it. Because I didn't have a story to tell. I'm stealing Amy's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I may be a worldly eater, but I'm also a picky eater. Venturing into unknown ingredients is way more of a challenge for me than, say, a food I've never had that's made from familiar ingredients. After some, uh, some unexpected difficulty trying to source non-chicken eggs, they should be easier for me to find around here, I ordered some black garlic. Nuts.com. Uh, guys, black garlic is weird. I had to keep telling myself, it's just garlic. It's squishy and has what I can only describe as an umami smell. Sort of like Ooh. the bottom notes of Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. No, no one can say it. A lot of the websites I looked at... Worcestershire. A lot of the websites I looked at described it as funky, and I can't disagree. In terms of the challenge of using it, it basically cooks like regular garlic. The recipe I used actually called for a combination of the two. It has a much mellower taste than standard garlic, lacking that bite, and is much closer to roasted garlic in flavor. That sounds about right. Huh. Like You'd think a black okay. garlic would kind of taste more, more roasty. Um, yeah, because it's a fermented garlic. Sure, yeah. It really did take all of my picky eater willpower to squeeze out the gooey cloves and chop, squish them up for the recipe, though. But new things are good, and after all, isn't that what this is all about? Why, yes, you have woo, captured woo. it uh, the essence. in your story. The essence of side quest is something new. Um, so, mm -hmm. so good for you. Thank you so much for continuously providing your feedback, uh, Amy, on this show. It's been super fun to see participation at that level happening on this this fun thing and hopefully these challenges have all been pretty fun and interesting if anything um i know that's what we set out to do what we wanted to do not to torture you but to help you have a little bit of fun if you did this exercise and you uh you did your your challenges you want to fill us in on it you can still do so we'd love to hear from you uh at Absolutely. the voicemail what's our voicemail number travis uh 231-486-5401 I always ask Travis That's, for that because Travis runs the voicemail. So you, you get I do, and it. it's a very it's a very sad voicemail box right now. We need voicemails, people. <laughs> we need to hear your call lovely us, voices. Please. Uh, I, I wish Og would would uh would give us a call and, yeah. and just rant into the microphone for one full minute. <laughs> he doesn't even I, I want to hear an Og rant for an entire minute. I just want to hear him yell at you about peas. In your carbonara. <laughs> I mean, he only he's only made one or two comments about me being wrong with peas. I, I I think he saw the light whenever I said you need balance in your life, and with uh, with carbonara you don't have balance. You've convinced unless you put him. peas in it. I am a I am a pea, I like peas. I'll go out on a limb and say I like peas. I do not like peas in things. When I make chicken pot pie, I leave out the peas. Um, oh. When I when I eat like uh, there's some fried rice, I can deal with the peas. Like, because it's pretty much covered up by the chicken and the veggies and the egg and everything else. But uh, in general, I don't do sweets with savories. Uh, KFC bowls, I'm like, leave out the corn, yo. I don't need that in there. Because it's sweet mm, corn along too. with the mashed potato. Also, those yeah. things, they go through you quicker than, uh, man, they're Whew. pretty. They cut through you for a hot knife through butter, man. They do. I am I am on Team Jacob with uh, using some balance. A little pea, you know, the peas or the corn, something to, to balance it out and make the other flavors Elevate. Yeah. I get it. Peas gives you the sweetness without the texture change, and corn mm -hmm. gives you crunchy sweetness to add to your texture uh, if you want that. 
It's like the vodka, mm-hmm. s- the vodka situation. You know, <laughs> like I want more alcohol. I just don't want the flavor to change. Help me. And vodka's vodka is there for you. It's what peas yes. do. Yes, sort of. Make that make. I sense. had a friend of mine once tell me he didn't understand the flavored vodkas, and I said, "Wait, what?" He said, "Well, the ideal vodka is flavorless, colorless, and tasteless. Mm-hmm. Right there, that is the ideal vodka." And you've ruined the ideal vodka by adding flavor to it. So I don't understand. <laughs> Why don't you just put vodka and grenadine together and like, there you go. There's your flavored vodka. Yeah. You yeah. know, any any number of flavored mixes with vodka flavors vodka and you're done. <laughs> there's there's no need to mix them together. all at once. That's a marketing ploy, Jacob. That's just to sell more different types of vodka. <laughs> Stoli needed a way to sell more bottles, so they <laughs> yeah. added every different kind of flavoring that you could possibly add. Yeah, so idiots Stoli buy flavored not. vodka. Especially when you realize how easy it is to make your own flavored vodka. Oh, yeah. Just, which take is a- just pour the vodka into a thing with whatever you want to flavor it with and <laughs> leave it there for a while. Do you there know what you, you could do? You could take a pineapple core and you could put it into to, um, vodka and just let it sit for a few weeks. And use the rest of it to make dried pineapple. And once you make all that dried pineapple, you can go over, over to Steven's house and you can take his $20 with all of your dried pineapple. <laughs> I have pineapple. He has $20. <laughs> Seems like a fair trade. But then this 20 bucks wouldn't go to whichever charity you guys end up fighting over and winning. Uh, so, so there's that. I still feel like maybe I could panhandle. It's Look, there's... <laughs> <laughs> there are there are no rules on how you make more money just that you make more money i'm not gonna do i will i will speak into a microphone and send your loved ones a a voice email uh <laughs> I don't know what oh that's what you should have done you should have opened up a cameo oh oh yeah because everyone would have been like cameo i want this idiot to tell me happy birthday <laughs> You could sing your birthday song to the Sanford and Sons. Say happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you and your family. <laughs> uh, we'll get oh, that's there. amazing. Maybe I should give that a go. I'll, I'll be on Cameo soon, everybody. You, you two can have a random internet stranger send your loved ones uh, happy birthday messages. <laughs> Be sure to support him on OnlyFans. He is yeah. Steve H and H at OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, I need, yep. I'm going to set up my OnlyFans, go. which I love. OnlyFans marketing is to show off everything except the nudity. They're like, "Are you painting miniatures? OnlyFans. Go to OnlyFans <laughs> to buy this." It's like, yes, those things are on there, but that's that's like right. going to Pornhub to watch classic cinema. Uh, it's yes. just not. They have- <laughs> <laughs> it's like we got a you, bunch go to, you go to Pornhub for all Pornhub. the Rammstein videos. Yes, all the Rammstein videos. <laughs> we go to Pornhub where you can view all public domain old movies. Yeah, okay, <laughs> sure. Uh, whatever you say, there, internet. So we're we're coming up on our next uh, our next quest. I hope you're voted. I hope you've got your decisions. We're about to find out what it is. Everybody ready? Here we go. The next quest, should you choose to accept it, is to reconnect with old friends. Is it really? I just looked and it wasn't winning. Bo, it just won by one vote. Oh, shit. Seven to six. Gone in and w- waited it. <laughs> <laughs> so this one, this one, I'm interested in the feelings behind this one. Because this is the first challenge that truly involves 
really stretching a little bit and trying to figure out who you're going to talk to, why you haven't talked to them. Uh, and this is not, first of all, I think ground rule. Don't invite toxic people back into your life. Just because they're old friends and this is a challenge, don't go find the person that has just drained you of your soul and be like, wow, I'd love to talk to you again. Go find the people that, that you have positive, fond memories of that you might, I mean, and it doesn't have to be you haven't talked to them in 10 years. Just somebody, three months, six months, you just haven't caught up with them. I think it's worth, that's enough time to kind of feel like you're you're reconnecting. I don't know. Jacob, this was one of the ones you pitched, so I don't want to give, to give too much away here or to define too many rules because I want to get the essence of the spirit of what you're after. Uh, I, I think whenever I pitched it, it was more about people you haven't connected with in a long time. And unfortunately, I feel like three months is not, that long of a time, especially in the COVID era. That's sure, yeah. The COVID era, a year is not even a long time at this point because I feel like, yeah, COVID has definitely put a monkey wrench in a lot of folks' connections. So I feel like if if you haven't talked to them in a while, especially since COVID hit, yeah, that's that's fair game. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, I've got a couple of folks that I've got in mind that I haven't spoken with in, in probably – two years that, you know, I just, I haven't connected with and they don't know that, you know, little man's running around on, on, uh, on his own two feet and, and, uh, and eating everything he can get his hands on. Um, you know, so, so that's kind of what I'm looking forward to is just connecting with those folks and letting them know what's happened in my life and finding out what's happening in their life. And, um, I've already got probably three out of the five or three out of the six that I'm, I'm hoping to connect with. Um, the others I've got to think about a little bit and be a little more thoughtful about. Yeah, sure. Um, how many are we? How how many are we going to do one a day? Or I, I think that's oh, too that's many. Too many. That's too. How many. do you want to do this? I don't think it's it should be like x a, x a day. It should probably be more like one, two, three. You know, whatever you can figure out that sounds like a, you know, like a valid valid number for you. Yeah. Um. Mm -hmm. Sorry, there's a roach climbing around on my my wall and i'm very distracted by it <laughs> this is north carolina this is not unusual but i feel like he's eyeballing me hold on just a second mm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna come all right crisis perverted what are we talking about <laughs> perverted crisis <laughs> uh, oh i don't know i don't know what we're talking about now um no i'm 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 looking forward to this challenge i, I think I have a couple people in mind that I'd like to reconnect with that I haven't spoken to in a while, um, just because life and time getting getting in the way. One of them is chronically busy, um, and the last time I talked to him uh, was literally bumped into each other on the street. Um, I was I was out walking my dog prior to buying this house, and he happened to come by in a truck that I didn't recognize. So this vehicle starts honking at me, and I'm just. I don't recognize this. So I'll keep walking. And he stops in the middle of the road and hops out to come say hi. And that was like, <laughs> two years ago. <laughs> so, you know you live in a small town in Michigan when your yep. friends can park in the middle of the road and not worry about traffic behind you. Yep. So that's probably who I'm going to get a hold of, at least one person. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. This will be fun, I think. Yeah. Uh, for me, I, there's a few. I got a few in my mind that, like have frequently popped into my my brain. Like I haven't seen them or talked to them in a really long time. Like one of them I'm actually meeting up with on the 24th uh, to grab some food, 
which is past, you know, when we'll we'll be able to talk about this, but I still want to call him and just catch up a little bit. Um, and he's one of those similar situation. I just sat down at uh, Highway 55 to grab a burger with my son a couple years ago, and that was like the last time we saw each other. I've texted every now, like a blue moon, like, hey, hope you guys are well kind of thing, but not, and it was always like a group text scenario, and it comes and goes, you know how those things work. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm excited to to call and, and meet up with him and chat because it's somebody I looked up to a lot. Like it's older than me um, by a bit. It's like he was my wise sage friend <laughs> there for a while. He'd been through a lot in his life, and I learned a lot from. Um, but then I've got other friends. Like one of my friends from high school, we we're best buddies with. We actually had him on um, staring at goats, Patrick. Um, but I had him on there for a very specific reason to talk about COVID, and I'd really like yeah. to catch up with him as a person uh, and be like, "Hey, talk to me about your life." So I'll probably give him a give him a buzz uh, and chat a little bit. There's and there's all and for me, it's all like these are all positive interactions I, I ended with that I just miss having to to chat with, and it doesn't mean it's going to sustain. Everybody's got their own lives, you know. Um, but I, I'm looking forward to that that just chat. I mean, heck, I've got family members I haven't talked to since two Christmases ago, thanks to COVID. I might call them. I might I might do uh one of our buddies has a Jacob, you were telling me about this, has a Sunday afternoon like rotation <laughs> calling like aunts and uncles <laughs> and like mm-hmm. and then swings back around. I might give that a go and just call my aunts and uncle uncles who I adore uh, and haven't talked to since two years ago, two and a half maybe. Um, we got where Sam could travel. We traveled with him some, and then COVID happened. Uh, I know right. all kids can travel at all times, but like sometimes it's harder <laughs> than it needs to be. Uh, so we were like, let's wait till he could like we could explain where we are, and it's not a nightmare. Um, right, all kids can travel. Not all kids should travel, <laughs> and not all kids travel well. Sure, yes. And it's it's the uh, it's the traveling to middle of nowhere, rural Alabama for a weekend or an afternoon uh, get together. That's like mm-hmm. the the tough sell. <laughs> I would like to go to where to a place where we really don't know anybody, but that's where the family reunion is, and be there for a day. Um, that's a long eight hour drive right. to sell when you've got a kid and, and a wife, neither of which want to ride in the car for that long. Uh, so. <laughs> well, like, I mean, just think about vacations with a kid. I mean, you come back more exhausted than if you wouldn't have taken the vacation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And on that Sunday afternoon, you get back from a week-long vacation. It doesn't matter where you're at. You could be, you know, at Disney World with hot dogs, hamburgers, cock, uh, cookies, and Kool-Aid all day. And you're still just absolutely exhausted. Um, you need a vacation from your vacation before you go back to work. That's yeah. like that's exactly what traveling with a kid is. Yeah, I will tell you this though, Jacob, it does get better. <laughs> like everyone says, it does get better. Eventually, they just ride back there. They just do stuff, and you don't worry about them anymore. But yeah, when you're carrying half your house to make sure you have everything you need, nightmare fuel. You just <laughs> you determine you need either a minivan or a U-Haul trailer or both. Uh, it's absolutely insane. Uh, but Jacob, um, we didn't we didn't swing around to who you, who you were thinking of. Who you're, you don't have um, to tell exactly who you're thinking No, about, I, just, I know exactly who I'm going to reach out to, at least three of them. Uh, one's a best buddy of mine that moved to California a few years ago. Um, every once in a while, he'll pop into my head, and I'll, uh, I'll uh, send him a text. And I think last time we spoke, it was during um, 
he had just brought his kids to the U.S. Open that was happening uh, in California at the time. And uh, he was walking around the golf course, and he sent me a note saying he was thinking about me. He was at playing golf or watching golf, and, and he missed me. And that was the last time I'd heard from him. I guess it was two or three years ago now. And so I'm like, shoot, you know, I haven't even really chatted with him and, you know, just caught up on his life and how he was doing. So I'm, I'm excited about connecting with him. Um, I'm actually considering hanging out one-on-one with a buddy that it hasn't been that long since I've seen him. Um, it's only been probably two months, maybe three months since I've seen him, but I haven't connected with him one-on-one. I haven't sat down and had a beer with him. Um, so I'm, I'm considering, um, uh, maybe sitting down with him and, and having a beer and, and just reconnecting with him. Um, and then one is, is a family member that's, uh, um, you know, falling on some rough times, so I've heard through the grapevine. So I'd love to just reconnect with him and 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 love on him for a minute. Just tell him that uh, we're thinking about him. So yeah, I mean, I've I've already got some some ideal candidates that that I want to reconnect with that won't be caustic interactions. They're going to be very fun, enjoyable interactions with good people that won't bring me down. So I'm 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 excited about that. Good. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like a overall a good a good challenge for everybody. Kind of puts as I know at least for me, I'm always people are popping in my head, you know, when I'm sitting on the back porch or thinking about this or doing a certain activity. Uh but then I don't I don't call them. I don't, <laughs> I don't make time for them. So this will be a good opportunity to push me to do that. Uh, cuz I've already used my free space. So this one's got to get done. Um <laughs> got to call call people that I I care about. So yeah, I think uh, you still have fun. your free space, right? Or uh, mm-hmm. not, but uh, Travis. Yeah, I do. I do. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how the <laughs> week goes. But but I, I it, it's going to depend too. I might have to use it just because I couldn't get a hold of somebody. Yeah, right, right, there you go. That's say. true. Yeah, the, the 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 busyness of everyone's lives during COVID. I feel like I'm just going to call them around dinner time and just get in the middle <laughs> of their business right then and there. Because when when do you call yeah. like what so this is this is a thing this is a twenty first century problem that shouldn't exist when and how do you call somebody you haven't talked to in a long time do you go text first say hey man you got a minute I'd love to call you up or do you just just call them belly up to the bar baby just do it just pick up the phone smile and dial yeah because I mean the thing is if you send the text you know hey you got a minute uh, if, if I get that text I'm immediately thinking um, pyramid scheme. Yeah, or <laughs> yeah, pyramid scheme, or he's going to tell me some horrible news. That's where I go generally. Yeah, it's one of those two. Yeah, or they're expecting another kid. Yeah, yeah. No, there's that yeah. too. For some <laughs> of my friends, that would be a hell of a hell of a thing. <laughs> Boy, I've got a secret for you. You're never going to get that call from me. Hey, hey, D Wade. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a hundred percent tater. Actually, I feel great. Thank you. <laughs> I have actually gotten a call like that. A friend of mine called me once and uh, he always referred to me as Crawfo because w- when we made our video stuff in high school, one time my name got cut off. So the Crawford was Crawfo, Crawfo. and he latched onto that. So he calls me up out of the blue. I haven't talked to the guy in literally six months. And I answer the phone. He's like, Crawfo, you're not going to believe what happened. I'm like, you're going to be a dad, aren't you? What? Who told you? No, no, it's just the last thing you've got to surprise me with. Like, there's nothing left. And he, he pauses for a second and then just says, yeah, that's actually pretty accurate. And then we talked for an hour and a half. 
<laughs> oh, that's just, awesome. That was the literally how that went. It was great. So <laughs> I, I feel like I am going to See? absolutely melt the ears of my friends and just talk way more <laughs> than I should, uh, which is typically what happens. So apparently Amy had that exact thing happen to her. She got a text from her friend that hadn't heard from in a while. Multi-level marketing. <laughs> that's so sad. I did have that it happen is. to me too. Buddy of mine from uh, from previous job called me up. Hey, I hadn't talked to you in a while. Uh, by the way, I'm I'm doing realty now. If you're ever in the mood to buy a house, I'm like, <laughs> call me like three times and just shoot the breeze with me, and then tell me about it. Then, then, then right. I feel like I'm I'm you're invested in my life, and th- though I still might see what you were up to over the course of three weeks and feel a little bit taken advantage of, you will have at least done the give and take properly yeah give you gotta finesse your way into that give them something bit. give them something then ask there's a strategy doing it all in the same phone call not gonna work it's gonna throw me off oh yeah congratulations glad you're doing that i'm never selling my house uh <laughs> or buying a new one that's stressful i'm gonna be buried here uh, so no, this is good, man. This is good. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I hope everybody else out there has got a person in mind that they want to talk to. Uh, oh, but... Stephen, we have a built-in one. Who's that? We've got a built-in one on Saturday. We're gonna have a built-in uh, cookout. Oh, we Steph. haven't seen. Yeah, we haven't seen them in what a year, eight months. Yeah, it's gonna well, be yeah. great. We've already got a built-in. Uh, it's already planned. Check mark, dude. Yeah, we got We've some got family, family members coming in coming in that we haven't seen in a million years um because we moved out everyone that we need to see regularly moved out of the town that they live in so we don't go back and so they're coming they're coming this direction but that's a that's a challenge you know when you're uh you're used to seeing extended family and then no one that you need my family doesn't live near my extended family more they live in south florida or in north florida so i go to see them i don't go to see like the extended people like I go see right. my family, and unless everyone comes there, you know it's that weird situation where Grandma's not around anymore, so you just go see Mom and Dad, and then the the links are all broken. Yep. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, that's that happened. Awesome. That happened for me. Yeah, same thing. Grandma goes away, and then you just go see Mom and Dad, and the aunts and uncles are kind of like, unless they live in the same town, mm-hmm. you don't really see each other that often. Um, so this will be good. Excited about it. Plus good, we need to eat good. good that'll, food. that'll give you guys something fun to do when you realize that I'm winning the uh, the money raising challenge. <laughs> You're not even coming so. close. I know oh, that. I'm going to panhandle my my aunt and uncle. You just wait. I'm going to be like, well, hey, so in, there's this thing. <laughs> give me your money. I mean, in hand, I have raised. Uh, if I take out my initial twenty dollar investment, I have raised seventy so far. That I have. Oh, it's a tight race. I'm at seventy eight right now. Snap. And I have and another hundred and fifty, I think, to fulfill. Oh, somewhere oh, around there, there. It is fulfillment. Well, so I've got twenty automatically coming from Stephen, <laughs> so that's going to raise up my total to ninety-eight. And then I thought about doing beef jerky this weekend and putting it out there and saying anybody that wants beef jerky can PayPal me and I'll ship them beef jerky. Um, so I'm planning on taking your twenty dollars, Travis, whenever you uh, order beef jerky from me. Because mm, it's okay, be okay. I'm um, sure it will be. I'm working on these guys. This this one right here, Mr. <laughs> Mandalorian. Uh, I'm working on currently. So 
Man, this looks good. <laughs> yeah, I might no. have to buy buy some of Jacob's pineapple beef jerky and a mini from you. And then like <laughs> backfill my charity money from my own pocket. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Whatever it's it okay. takes. Whatever it takes. So <laughs> big big news on this show. We've we've done all the quests that we had laid out for you minus one quest and that was to clean up a park you guys are just anti-park cleaning yes i can't believe you guys you anti-environmentalist a-holes and i've been to some for several parks where i'm like this would be a great one there's just trash everywhere uh but nope, i didn't do it because it, it wasn't because a challenge it's not a challenge, <laughs> it's not a challenge. <laughs> i need that stuff to remain there until it's challenge time so hey the parks sam are dirty give me Sam, give me your uh, wrapper. Let me let me take that. And throw it on the ground. There. <laughs> I need to make sure we come back to this park when people finally vote for it. Uh, but we did promise you early in the season a secret squirrel challenge. And Jacob, I am going to let you explain the bracket, the bonus episode bracket, because you got one more thing to vote for, and that means two more episodes of this uh, for this season. So, Jacob. That's right. What is our bonus uh, goal that's going up against Clean Up a Parker Road? Yeah, so we've got Clean Up Parker Road, so that's going to be one that you can vote for. The other one is you watch a movie. Oh, But the catch here is that you have to watch a movie in a different language than your primary language. And so whether it's subtitles or whether it's you trying to discern what they're saying based on your limited knowledge of a <laughs> secondary language or however you want to do it, you could do it. But it has to be a movie that does not contain language in your primary language. So that's your challenge. I like that you the way you said you have to try to figure it out based on your limited language had me really wanting to watch Pan's Labyrinth without subtitles. Because uh, if there's Ooh. any hope of me learning Spanish or knowing anything about it, it's got to be a Spanish movie because I at least have high school knowledge of Spanish, uh, and that would that would be a fun one. But of all the Spanish films you could choose, you choose something from Guillermo del Toro. Yes, so I like mean, I could half do like of El Mariachi fantasy stuff. Any right, but it'd be cool to watch, <laughs> and it wouldn't be overwhelming. It's true. I'm not going to watch it's, the. And it's, <laughs> I'm not going to watch the it's Mexican equivalent of Quentin too. Tarantino. Right. Uh, and <laughs> and by the way, I'm, I'm going Spanish to say dialogue. now, Amy, um, because I know you're going to participate, if that wins the challenge, you you may not watch Amelie. That can't be your movie. <laughs> You've seen it too many times. It's got to be something else. And, yeah, and, and the other thing I'd like to make a note that. of here is that it can't be an English movie in a different language. Mm. That's not that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about a true one. This oh. is a Russian film, and you have to watch it in Russian, and you have to turn on the English subtitles. Or it's a Japanese film, and you have to. That was my spirit. Whatever I put it in there, I don't know, guys. What are your thoughts here? Do you do we can we choose late late and just put it in Spanish? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I can't just watch Die Hard with the French language track. That, yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's no, I, I like that because I think I like that because not only is it uh, watching something in a different language, but different country cinema is different is is, is varied from American cinema. Yeah, yeah, yeah a absolutely. Japanese film and their their style of cinema, or a Hong Kong film is going to be very different from an American film. So, yeah. Oh, this might give me a chance to finally go back and watch The Legend of Drunken Master. Uh, Ooh. or, or, you know, like never, never watched That's that a good before. One. Yeah. I love, I love, See, I saw that in theaters. 
we started watching Major Grom on Netflix and uh, realized about uh, 30 seconds in that it was a Russian movie this past week. And I'm like, I don't know if I can do it. I just don't know if I can do it tonight. Because I had had a long day in my brain. I was just mentally exhausted. And I'm like, I don't think I can read for the next two hours some <laughs> subtitles and try to figure out what exactly their the contextual meaning behind what they're saying is. And I'm like, no, nope, I'm not going to do it. So I think I might vi- revisit that. That is, if it's well, voted for, uh, between cleaning up a Parker Road or watching a movie in another language. I don't know yeah. if, if this is going to be much of a contest, but y'all might surprise me. <laughs> y'all be like, F it, I'm not reading a movie. I'd rather clean up trash. Um, <laughs> you never go know. For it. You never know. Yeah. So it's and, gonna it, be and a it lot can't fun. be pornography either, guys. I mean, yeah, no come on. Let's... Again, no Rammstein videos. <laughs> <laughs> Those don't count. <laughs> I feel like repeating the same words over and over again in a different language doesn't teach you anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if Og was still here, I would make sure that he knew that there was going to be no pornography involved. Yeah, yeah, he he needs to be he needs to be aware. He needs to know. Uh, but this one should be fun. We can explore more about what we think we're going to watch and stuff. Um, if slash win. Uh, watch a foreign language film wins. I'm I'm kind of excited for for this next bracket. It'll be the bonus episode, uh, which will then lead into the finale where we talk about what we did and and the overall season and also what how much money we made and who it's going who's yeah. going to win. Um, if you participated in the charity drive to try to make some money off of your twenty bucks, let us know because your total counts. If you pick a charity and it's like you know not like a political campaign. We're we're on board. Uh, so just uh, let us know what your what your total was in some kind of you know, proof. Bring the receipts. I don't know. We should give it to an environmentalist charity after uh, we uh, don't clean up any parks <laughs> around our local area. <laughs> hey, look, will we pay people to clean up parks for us? We should all adopt a highway. That's what we should do. We should adopt mm. a highway with the cash that we give <laughs> to the Legion of Dorks. Donates. Uh, Bought a highway, adopted a highway. See, love it. Season two, and it's it's what highway do we adopt? Whoever wins gets to choose that. Yeah, one Ooh, in I is. think one in North Michigan sounds like a good one. Uh, the Legion of Dorks can adopt. Travis, you can take <laughs> care of it for us. Uh, there we go. Easy peasy. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. I feel like it would probably have to be around here, given that the the Legion's headquartered in this area. <laughs> and then then Jacob and I would have to be out on the side of the road frequently. But we'll see how it goes. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. The season's coming to a close fast, but this has been a fun journey so far. Uh, and mm-hmm. we can't wait to see more of it. Don't forget to go to twodorks.net slash poll to vote for that next quest. Uh, tell your friends about it. Get lots of those votes in. Let us know how it's going. Send us your emails, your voicemails, particularly your voicemails, because Travis's inbox is lonely. Uh, 231-486-5401. Call us up, rant at us, tell us you thought all our quests were stupid. We don't care. We just want to hear you say things. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, join us. Tell your buds. Uh, and vote for next week's poll. 2dorks.net slash poll. Join us in the Discord. 2dorks.net slash Discord, where you can chat in the SideQuest channel about how it's going for you. And look at the beautiful pictures of the food from this week. Oh, my word. I wanted to mm-hmm. eat my screen. Um, it all looked delicious. Uh, thanks, guys. We'll see you next time here on Side Quests. I'm going on an adventure.